Hello, America. Welcome to the program. Today, we have Hunter Biden finally being asked some questions by the press. Oh, my gosh. How he escaped, I just don't know. He, this was brutal, brutal questioning as they stroll in the garden. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Joe Biden had his son, Hunter, go out and talk to the press. And talk to the press he did. Oh, it was grueling. If you didn't see it on ABC, we want to play uh, pieces of it here. Here's, here's Hunter Biden on the cross that is his last name. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. But that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. It's true. I mean, he's he's right on that one. Uh, you, and I, I think he should probably acknowledge that. I mean, he did try to make the point that he's been on several other boards before this, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons he just didn't see any problem with the Burisma thing. Mm-hmm. He's already been mm-hmm. on like a bunch of boards for other companies. Now, of course, that's mm-hmm. also probably because his last name is Biden. Um, but you can see how he's He's caught in this bubble here, Glenn, Mm -hmm. where daddy, you know, makes his life go really well, except, you know, when he's having his, you know, he's on cocaine and things like that, that when he does things to his own life that he, daddy can't necessarily bail him out of that, but he's had a lot of positive developments because of daddy's role. And so he doesn't even understand. He's never been anything other than the son of a senator or vice president. Sure. So how does he even relate the difference? Right. He doesn't exactly. understand well, your well, life. Well, you know, maybe, maybe uh, the reporter, by phrasing the question, uh, as we suggested, uh, did your appointment have anything to do with Joe Biden, your father, running point for Obama in Ukraine? Um, you know, your dad coordinated energy the ukraine energy and anti-corruption policies that directly affected burisma um did that have anything to do with your appointment and not letting him get away with well gee my name has been such a cross and i guess in many ways a blessing too but mainly a cross today that's what you have to ask jason buttrill joins us uh, now jason how are you Good. Um, he is uh, our chief researcher on all things Ukraine. Um, did you see the interview? I did. I, I would. Uh, that question right there, like, was just hilarious to me because if, like, I really wish that the Bidens would have granted us this interview. It would have been so great. <laughs> I would like to see a little more sarcasm. I think from the interview, er, because- or just at least, <laughs> it just at least a tough question. Right. I mean, ask it this way, like how you were saying, like, it's just, it's either a cosmic abnormality or maybe a little magic involved here if it's not just pure coincidence. But every time you make a big business deal, it coincides with a meeting sometimes the exact same day that your father was doing a major foreign policy move in that country. <laughs> right. How does that happen, Hunter? Well, <laughs> let, let's go into, let's skip down to Hunter Biden on his Burisma qualifications. What are you qualified to do besides go to rehab? 
What were your qualifications to be on the board of Burisma? Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. I was the stop, chairman of the board stop, of stop, the stop, stop, I played with the stop. trains. Stop. <laughs> I was on the board of Amtrak, and, and we've, we've only lost billions of dollars. Yeah, and we should also note that my father's most famous anecdote is that he takes Amtrak every day. Yeah. Right? How did you get on that board? Yeah. Is it because your, your dad does millions of dollars of free <laughs> advertising all the time for them? That's incredible. So I'm on a, I'm a board uh, member of a failing business uh, <laughs> that my daddy uh, uses all the time. Uh, but other than that, uh, what are your qualifications, you ask? Go ahead. Food program. I was a lawyer for Boyce Schiller Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. You didn't have any lawyer. extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though? Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else that was on the board. If not more. In the list that you gave me of the reasons why you're on that board, you did not list the fact that you were the son of the vice president. Of course, president. yeah. No, I, what I, role do you think that played? I think that it is impossible for me to be on any of the boards that I just mentioned without saying that I'm the son of the vice president of the United States. You were paid $50,000 a month for your position? Look, I'm a private citizen. One thing that no, I don't have to answer. do is sit here and open my kimono as it relates to how much money I make or make or did or didn't. But it's all been reported. So he know he can't say yes to fifty thousand a month because it's much more it's than that. Much more than that. Yeah. It's as high as two hundred thousand dollars a month, which has been reported. Mm-hmm. So he's not lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not lying there. Um, you could tell he's his son too, man. He's got all the same mannerisms, I same mean, sound. Yeah. yeah, same sound, same, same sound. way he speaks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he really. There's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. Okay. Here he is on leaving Burisma. Why did you leave the board in April? It's a five-year term. And you chose not to I chose not to. Why? I think it's pretty obvious why. This is your opportunity to say why. Well, because I think that this is what becomes a distraction, because I have to sit here and answer these questions. And so that's why I've committed that I won't serve on any boards or I won't work um, uh, directly for any foreign entities when my dad becomes president. Do you think that should be a rule across the board for any administration? No. Look, that's the rule that I'm going to adhere to. Do you regret being on the board to begin with? No, I don't regret being on the board. What I regret is not taking into account that there would be a Rudy Giuliani um, and a um, and a president of the United States that would be listening to this this ridiculous conspiracy idea, which has again been completely debunked by everyone. Whoa! And you know, I think people at home are thinking, how could that not have crossed your mind, or you wouldn't have felt just a little bit in your gut, like. Maybe this isn't a good idea to go and sit on the board of this well, I just said to you. company. I said, to, I said to you, in retrospect, I right, wished that my judgment... Right, but at the time, you never, never, you never thought... He was drunk This might not look right. You know what? I'm a human. And you know what? Did I make a mistake? Well, maybe in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But did I make a mistake based upon some unethical lapse? Absolutely not. Wow, is he his father. Mm. He is such his father. Um, all right. Well, so I've heard this line before that it's all been dismissed and it's a conspiracy theory. Um, Mike, our producer, could we uh, could we go into the time tunnel and just pull this piece from the audio vault? Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, Hillary? An, an interview of from Hillary from back in the day mm-hmm. uh, that we got here just before the show to remind you uh, exactly how they handled these things previously. The great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it 
is this vast right-wing conspiracy mm. that has been conspiring against my husband since the day he announced for president. Mm. 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 So this one is a, a vast right-wing conspiracy as well. We know how the last vast right-wing conspiracy turned out, uh, and, uh, and it didn't turn out well. And I don't think this one is either. Uh, but... As she said, if there's anyone willing to look, as that that part I believe was cut out of that uh, that clip there. I think if anybody yes, cares sir. to look, and they did, and they found the yeah, the, the, the lack of the, the black the the the, uh, the vast white ring uh, white right wing conspiracy. Yeah, it wasn't there because there was other things that were there uh, on dresses and such. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, how do you feel, uh, Jason, when when you hear somebody say? All this stuff has been debunked. Oh, and everyone's saying it. Uh, and it's absolutely ridiculous. It's actually something we're looking into right now because they say this. You'll, you'll get Washington Post, New York Times. They'll write these huge, you know, fact-checking things. And they're like, oh, this is debunked. Or, oh, this was uh, disproven. And I'm like, this is weird because I've heard sworn people say in, like, sworn testimony the exact opposite. So when you look at it, it's the most misleading logic that they're using to do this. It, it is. No, it's it's blatant. not even misleading. It, it is damn near criminal what they're doing. You would get in trouble with a judge if you were in the court. Yeah. And you did something like this. You would the, the, you would get sanctions against the attorneys that would do this. I don't know. And, and, and the, the stuff on, on, on what the Bidens were doing in Ukraine, China, all those places, like how is that debunked? I mean, this. I mean, it's it's fact that he had these these jobs that coincided that ran in parallel when his dad when his dad was uh, doing certain foreign policy things. It's now fact. They're, they're bringing up Rudy Giuliani, and I have to tell you right now, I don't know if Rudy Giuliani was doing what they're claiming he was doing. We haven't looked into Rudy Giuliani yet. We I just said uh, yesterday to the boys, we have to do a couple of things. I want to look into the press and see what their story is, and I want to either prove or disprove their story. Yeah. But- and find out what is what actually happened and what didn't happen on their side of the story, because I bet there's some things that are true that they're talking about. Uh, when that, And then if that relates to Rudy Giuliani and the president, we'll expose that as well. We're looking for truth. Truth. But as we are looking for it, it is incredible what the press is doing um and now they're saying that rudy giuliani and maybe this is partly true maybe this is all true i don't know at this point but they're saying rudy giuliani what he did is he just fired this he got this ambassador fired because he had two friends who wanted to get into the oil and gas business and he wanted to get them in so they could make a lot of money off of the U.S. aid that was being funneled to Ukraine. And so he, the person that was standing in the way of this corruption was the, uh, was the ambassador of Ukraine. And so he convinced Trump, you got to fire him because he's bad. And it was all just to make money in Ukraine. That's the story. Unfortunately, Let's say that's true, which I don't think it is, but maybe it is. Let's say that's true. That's exactly what Joe Biden was doing. That's exactly what Joe Biden was doing. Except he wasn't trying to fire the ambassador. The ambassador was working on his side. 
uh, and stopping all investigations on Burisma because his son was in Burisma. And then instead of firing the ambassador, which works at the discretion of the president, he insists that they fire the investigator. Joe Biden had no right to insist that in a foreign country fires somebody if they want money. Yeah, a, a few things on the ambassador, because there's a lot of misdirection that the media is doing on this, like with their fact checking. But if you're focused on Rudy Giuliani and whatever the heck he was doing, which I, I think it's important, like you said, to know what they were doing. But I'd still think that is misdirection. You're, if you're focused on that, you're not focused on everything that Ukrainians were saying on the Ukrainian side. People like the former prosecutor, General Lutsenko, that said that this person gave him a do not prosecute list. That, there's no retraction there. So if anyone sees that and says that this has been debunked, that's oh, a I see, lie. I see that all the time. They say they walked back that claim. That's oh, an absolute lie. I, I'm so tempted to tell you now, but we are trying to put together uh, something with all of their claims. And I don't want to tip my hand yet. Uh, but that one... Stu, that that will that will make blood shoot out of your eyes when you see what they say. When they say, "Oh, they, they walked that back," no, that that was retracted. When you see the truth about that and how they arrived at that, the media blood will shoot out of your eyes. Have a pint or two of blood sitting next to you when we do that show next week. To replace the blood that's shooting out of your eyes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're going to need a transfusion. It's not going to be pretty. We'll, we'll uh, go through some more of uh, the Biden stuff here coming up in just a second. Rand Paul joins us. Mr. Rand Paul joins us in just a few minutes. Uh, he's going to be talking about uh, Turkey. You just are you gonna just uh, change the length of what ten seconds is when you say yep. pause for ten seconds? Station, you just yep. do four or five. Yep, so that's the new ten seconds. That's the new ten seconds. Got it. Yep. Uh, I was wondering if you guys are gonna go over this one too uh, before we get back into the audio. The idea because he's trying to claim uh, Hunter Biden that he made no money off of the China uh, situation, hmm. and he, he he's flabbergasted on China like Ukraine. He sees how it looks bad, but he didn't do anything wrong. Well, let's play but, this. Let's play this audio first. Yeah. Go ahead. Here he is. The president has repeatedly said that you received $1.5 billion from China despite no experience and for no apparent reason. Obviously, fact checkers have said that that is not true. Look, this is literally has no basis in fact in any way. I have, have you received any money from no. business dealing? No. At all? Not no. one cent? Not one cent. Definitely not $1.5 billion. It's crazy. They feel like they have the license to go out and say whatever they want. It feels to me like living in um, some kind of Alice in Wonderland where you're up on the real world and then you fall down the rabbit hole and, you know, the president's a Cheshire cat asking you questions about crazy things that, that don't have bear any resemblance to the reality of, of uh, anything that has to do with me. And so, <laughs> here's, here's the answer. No one ever paid me $1.5 billion. Uh, and if they had, um, I would not be doing this interview right now. <laughs> now, I don't know that anything he said in that clip is untrue technically. But it is such a misleading account of what occurred there. The $1.5 billion is the amount this company... Right, that he's associated with was not, trying not to associated raise. with. He is a third partner. Yeah, right. It is he, him, mm -hmm. Christopher Hines, John Kerry's uh, son, mm -hmm. and uh, Devon Archer. Right, the the guy who they went to Yale with. Those three created a company, 
And that company signed a deal that no one else, you want to talk about a Mm no-bid contract, no one else, Goldman Sachs, no one was offered this deal. It was a deal that gave sovereign funds... Yep, from the from the National Bank of China, which is the communist-run bank, it mm-hmm. is the state bank, the sovereign funds and the social security money, if you will, from China. One point five billion was not given to this company; it was given to this company to invest. So they weren't paid one point five billion dollars for their work. They were given $1.5 billion to invest for China. Their fees would come out of that $1.5 billion. Right. And so when he says he hasn't made any money, that's because he still owns part of the firm. He owns, I think, 10% of the firm. So if they were to have a successful business and then sell it, that's when he would take the money, right? Like if you own, like it's like saying like if you bought, um, a thank you. Uh, if you bought a stock at twenty dollars and it goes up to eighty, but you haven't sold it yet, you didn't make any money. Well, like, well, yeah, you didn't make any money yet because you haven't sold the stock yet. Correct. But you've made the money on paper, and you could sell the stock whenever you wanted. Correct. This business, which he bought ten percent of for four hundred thousand dollars, and it's bringing in billions. How much do you think this business is worth now? A lot more than $4 million, which was what they apparently valued it at. But I, I would still even, if, I, if, if you're giving this interview, I don't know how you give this without having the actual documentation where uh, journalists look through Morgan Stanley records. And they found that anonymous uh, LLCs were coming from China and Ukraine going directly into Hunter Biden's account. His account. Yeah, directly into Morgan it. Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Morgan Stanley. And, and they, haven't adva- they haven't asked that question. This is why... This was a Hunter Biden apology tour. This was for him just mm-hmm. to get on and say, hey, I'm really sorry for what I've done. And, uh, you know, I made some mistakes. That's, that's what this was about. This was not about getting to the truth. This was trying to bet it. But I think that last question or that last answer is going to come and bite him in the ass. Because we have the Morgan Stanley file. We know offshore China was was paying him and putting it directly into his Morgan Stanley account. We also know that he owns 10% of the company that received the $1.5 billion to invest. Well, okay, the value of your company just went up. So uh, ABC did a uh, interview with uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son today, and my guess is the the one thing that he did say that's going to be a real problem. Excuse me is uh, is this particular answer about did you make any money in China? Listen. The president has repeatedly said that you received one point five billion dollars from China, despite no experience and for no apparent reason. Obviously, fact checkers have said that that is not true. Look, this is literally has no basis in fact in any way. I, have you received any money from no. that business dealing? No. At all? Not no. one cent? Not one cent. Definitely not 1.5 billion. 
it's crazy. They yeah. feel like they have the license to go out and say whatever they want. It feels to me like living in um, some kind of Alice in Wonderland, where you're up on the real world and then you fall down the rabbit hole and you know the president's a cheshire cat asking you questions about crazy things that, that don't have bear any resemblance to the reality of of uh, anything that has to do with me and so <laughs> here's here's the answer no one ever paid me 1.5 billion dollars uh, and if they had um i would not be doing this interview right now do you see this first he says were you paid were you paid 1.8 million dollars no i wasn't you, so you didn't make any money no not one cent no that's going to be trouble then he says you know i live in this upside down world where uh, you know the cheshire cat and uh, they can say whatever they want but it's just not true no one then there was an edit and he says let me just say this no one ever paid me $1.8 million, a billion dollars. Didn't happen. Well, that's not the accusation. The accusation is your company was given $1.8 billion to invest for China, and your company co-bought companies in America and in China, and you were doing business with them. I will say there is, it's a little more complicated than that, in that they are using a little bit of media sleight of hand here. Because the president did say $1.5 billion specifically specifically that he received. So instead of fact-checking Peter Schweitzer's claim or fact-checking Glenn Beck's claim in a, in a wide-ranging investigation, they fact-checked the president in an offhanded remark for, where he's summarizing the information imprecisely. So they say, oh, well, did you get paid $1.5 billion like Trump said? Well, Trump is not the guy doing the investigations, He's just, you know, he read a story about it and is quoting it back. And $1.5 billion is in the story. It's just not a direct payment to Hunter Biden. So in a way, they get around him having to lie, right, by presenting the information in an inexact way, which is, you know, it's, it's it's standard. Helpful. It's, hel- it's a it's helpful very way. Right? Helpful like, way. He, he can say truthfully he did not get paid $1.5 billion. He can but that is not say, the allegation if you actually read the reporting. He can even say that his company was not paid $1.8 billion because it wasn't. It was a fundraise, it right? It was given $1.8 billion was given to the company by China to invest they said, we want you to invest this $1.5 or $1.5 billion. That's what it is. He ran an investment firm. And by the way, that was uh, 10 days after he flew with his daddy on Air Force Two to China. Now, certainly, that's just a coincidence, just like all the other loads of coincidence you pile on top of this, how they got their business license approved a few days after this. All of these things that they just brush off in the fact-checking on it. It was like, well, look, uh, that just happened to be a coincidence. Well, one of them, them, well, he went to China because his daughter wanted to go and he needed a chaperone. She needed a chaperone. That's why he went to China. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Because that's that's common. That's common, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 it. It's it's the chaperone thing. Not the fact. Ten days after this trip, they got one point five billion dollars from the Bank of China. But the media is going with it was a chaperone trip, chaperoning the daughter <laughs> to China. 
That's what we're supposed to believe. What, what I love about this also, the China thing is the perfect uh, example for this. Because in, in communist, probably every communist country ever, they have what they call the communist princelings. And the princelings are the sons of the Communist Party Politburo. Mm-hmm. And they go all over the world and they, uh, they make millions and billions of dollars um, enriching their family. And it's, it's totally out in the open. They don't even try to hide it. And we'd be like, oh, my gosh, that would never happen here. I mean, this is America. It's happening now. Hunter Biden is a princeling. He is the exact same thing mm-hmm. as a Communist Party princeling. Now, the thing is, we're not saying there's anything even illegal about this because there's not. It's absolutely corrupt and dirty. But by the, with the way the rules are right now, do you want someone like that to be president? It's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've got a princeling in my family, and we, we know about it, and yeah, and, he's and made millions. let me be clear. Because it's not illegal, I'm not saying that Trump isn't doing this with his princelings. I don't know. There's well, I, no, there's no, no evidence. There's no evidence. But it's not illegal. It's just grotesque. Yeah. Now, to deny it shows you know something's wrong you know this is wrong to do you know this won't sit well with people there are multiple levels of this right as he points out in that one clip he his last name is biden it's impossible to unless he changes his name it's impossible to separate himself from that and if your dad is the vice president of the united states you're getting benefits out of that the same way i i believe the trump children who are still in business internationally are benefiting not because they're trying like that that's not even an accusation of wrongdoing no right like it's just people are going to see that and be like i want to get close to these people it's just natural there's another level if you go beyond that where there's a real problem so here's here's a great example ivanka trump she wanted to have uh uh trademarks in china Mm -hmm. she needed trademarks for her line of whatever she was selling and she hadn't gotten them hadn't gotten them hadn't gotten them uh, her dad is president, well, three months or six months into the presidency, <laughs> all of a sudden China approves those. Oh. Now, that's not, that. that's getting a benefit from your dad being the president. That's not uh, a, a collusion kind of right. thing, okay? You didn't go over with your dad while he was having meetings with the Communist Party, <laughs> and you had a meeting with the Communist Party bank, and then they offered you something that they've never offered anyone ever, ever, ever in the history of China. And it's a long history. No one else has gotten this deal. Yeah. Well, now that's completely different. And this is this is a big piece of pushback from the left. They say, well, look at Donald Trump's kids. They're out there doing international business. But the, I think the separation here is that. Donald Trump kids had been doing international business the, the entire time. Right. They already were doing international business all over the world. That was their role. Hunter Biden is jumping into the oil and gas industry and these high-level investment uh, banks with no previous experience in these fields. And all of these dates are lining up exactly. The fact that Donald Trump Jr. is closing a, a, a hotel somewhere else is he getting a benefit because of his name well he was getting a benefit because of his name before donald trump was president the trump name made business move all over the world long before this here's the difference here's the difference are you closing deals um and should they be closing deals no i think donald trump should be separated from all of his business uh, like every other president has supposed supposed to have been okay and that's not again not you don't have to do that. No, you don't have to do that. Um, however, 
you know, Joe Biden will say, well, I, I have all of my investments in, you know, in, in black boxes. So I don't know what they are. I, I'm not making any money. My wife's not making any money. Right. Your son just went out and made all of the deals. So it, <laughs> the little black box doesn't make any difference if you are tying your policies to something where you're making money. For, let me give you an example. Um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with uh, Ivanka getting her trademarks because that's a company or that's a country going you know what uh, just give her the trademarks and maybe we can use that we'll have that as a chit that the table we can play okay no problem with that now there's no evidence of this but i'm just using this as an example if donald trump who i believe has a trump tower in turkey if trump had made some deal with um Erdogan where he was talking to Erdogan about moving some things and at the same time his son was also saying hey by the way we need a special deal on our hotel over here and they happened at the same time or within 10 days of one another the press would go crazy but so would I and I think you would too if he has used his policy to enrich himself, that's a problem. Even if that policy is something he would have done before, if he was doing that and enriching himself at the same time, you know the press would go crazy on that. And and the Trumps would say, they weren't connected. They weren't connected. They just happened to be, come on. Your son knew that you were going to be doing things in in Turkey and you were working on that deal it's too much of a coincidence to believe that it happened 10 days apart from each other right we would all be outraged by that but my outrage would be exactly the same for this Hunter Biden deal because that's exactly what happened with Hunter Biden we don't have anything on Donald Trump but if you find something like that on Donald Trump I will be as upset as I am with Hunter Biden as I am with uh, with uh, Donald Trump and whoever else he was in bed with, I'd be exactly the same. What the media is trying to do is trying to tell you, well, Trump does this stuff anyway. Trump does this stuff. And besides, he didn't do that. Trump probably did. But but Hunter Biden didn't do that. And even if he did do that, it's not illegal. Do you see how this is working? They don't care about one side of it i care about both and i think america cares about both this is what when you said hope and change when you voted for for barack obama well very few people in the sound of my voice but the people who voted for barack obama this is what they were looking for i'm tired of corruption i'm tired of backroom deals i'm tired of people enriching themselves i'm tired of them telling me one thing and then doing another and when Barack Obama didn't deliver on that promise, people said, you know what? None of them will deliver. We've tried this over and over again. I want a hand grenade. And they selected Donald Trump as a hand grenade. And he's been taking this stuff on and blowing it up. Now, if he's blowing it up, but he's doing it at the same time, that's a problem. But not just for him. That's a problem for him, Mitch McConnell, uh, Joe Biden, and everyone else who has been a part of this. I think we need to 
start looking for truth and not for the next election. And right now we have facts on the ground that Hunter Biden is lying to you today. And and Joe Biden knows it. And so does the media. And next week, we'll prove to you that the media knows exactly what they're doing. Okay, back in a minute. Uh, so I just uh, got the uh, latest, the Superior AOC. It's uh, volume issue number one. Debate me, so saith Shapiro. Uh, and is this that a is, cat call? Uh, is he, yeah. Was he cat calling cat her calling again? Her, yeah. Mm. So um, uh, this shows that she is worried about the government shutdown. We should point out these are comic books. By these the are way. comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a comic book of AOC as a superhero. And uh, the government is shut down, except for the IRS. But it's on a, it's on a, IRS is on a shoestring staff. And so she sees the lights on it. She's like, oh my gosh, we got to get there because somebody might try to steal the records of this place. And then we'd have, uh, quote, let me, this is bad. The building houses all of our tax, record, tax records for our entire nation. If someone tampers with them, we could have a lot less taxpayer money to spend in Congress. That's the superhero talk. We could have a lot less money to spend in Congress. So she goes and she's peering around the corner and she sees two thugs. Look at this, Stu. Two thugs, one with a menorah, and he's trying to break the lock using a menorah, and they're both wearing yarmulkes. Okay, they're both trying to come in. Um, It opens up. You see these thugs and there's Ben Shapiro, their gang leader. So here are all these guys in black wearing yarmulkes. Clear the room. Looks like it's clear, boss. The shutdown has him running on a skeleton crew, just like you said. Yeah, take Maury and start bringing in our gear from the vans. Okay, boss. And grab my iPad. I want to watch some PragerU while I do this. Okay, boss. So they're raiding the IRS. The Jews are raiding the IRS to uh, to take the tax records. If that's not anti-Semitic, this could be right out of Germany. This is craziness. It's a graphic novel series about AOC as a superhero. Wow, what more do you need? What more do you need on who these people are? Back in a minute with Rand Paul. We're going to talk about his new book and Syria. To 